0: Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
1: We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker.
2: welcome back everybody to israel news talk radio lighten up my name is steve miller with my beautiful handsome host
0: in the holy land matt zucker hello hello everyone hello steven nice to see your beautiful face again oh
2: nice to see you another incredible insane week i it just gets better and better at least for this show
0: (laughs) each week does get crazier and crazier
2: that's right. And should, we should mention today is Tubishvat. Tubishvat.
0: That's right. It's the, it's the New Year's for trees. That's right. Happy New Year's, Mr. Greenery. So, like, Jews have like three different New Year's, I think, right? There's the Rosh Hashanah, there's Tubishvat, and there was, I think, one other holiday that they consider New Year's. I don't know. But I went to my first Tubishvat Seder last night, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, really?
2: <laughs> yeah. Did,
0: what, every, every, they had every, every, everybody brings their own bottle of wine. So it starts off good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was like a Seder. What what do you what is it? Is it like a Passover Seder?
0: It it's similar to that and there's passages and there's Brachot that we do uh, and Really? and you, you partake in uh, the seven species of uh, produce from Israel. Right. Figs and dates and olives and Yeah. and uh, there's some passages and poems that are read and then there's a glass of wine. They say uh yeah, four glasses of wine, like a regular Seder, but like a regular Seder, it's actually like six or seven.
2: <laughs> oh, you had six or seven glasses of wine?
0: Sh- small ones.
2: Small oh, yeah. Ones. Sure, no, we had sure. a ton of fun.
0: But it, uh, fortunately, it, it, it went really late, so yeah, plenty of time to get ready to drive home. Anyway. <laughs> drive home drunk. <laughs> no, no, would not do that. We had we brought our kid with us last night, so he he could be the designated driver.
2: Oh, very good, Burb. Is this, is this the kid who opens up uh who opens up legos with his teeth
0: <laughs> no no he's the one stuck in america although he's making aliyah really baruch huh? hashem as they say my family will be together and he should be here uh for pesach yeah wow that's another incredible. another emancipated jew from the diaspora very very excited to have him here on, home with us
2: oh, good good so,
0: okay. yeah Anyway, so uh, listen, we didn't tease one topic. That's all right. A surprise. We'll surprise everybody. Come on back after this break, everybody. And uh, thanks for joining us here on Lighten Up, Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Israel is located in one of those volatile areas in the world. Israel is an island of stability in a sea of war and unrest. In the midst of this turmoil, Israel stands out as a beacon of order and human progress. Each week we update you on what's happening in this, the Jewish state, a true light unto the nations. This is Jay Shapiro. Join me every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. the news got you down not with these funny guys you're listening to lighten up with steve miller and matt zucker
0: <laughs> welcome back everybody to lighten up here on israel news talk radio thanks again for joining us uh matt zucker here my partner in crime across the computer screen there Stephen miller hi shalom
2: shalom, shalom. listen matt uh, in the words of our producer don't forget
0: be funny I don't work under pressure, man.
2: She puts so much pressure on us right before we go on the air. Be
0: funny. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, listen. All right. Let me try. I got a good story for you. So I okay, had to so go ahead. I had to send a Federal Express package to the United States back to my son in Pennsylvania. So the way it is, like you know, in the States, you go to the UPS store, you go to the FedEx store, whatever we hear you ordered online. They come to your house and they pick it up. So because I didn't have a an account yet with Israeli FedEx, the guy comes in, we're filling out the paperwork and the address and where is it going to. And so I'm giving him the address, da, 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 the name, the streets, the the town, the state. And I say, PA. Oh, <laughs> like Palestinian Authority. Oh. Israelis don't know the abbreviation for Pennsylvania. <laughs> Did you call the, the cops? And the, the FedEx guy was like, "What?" I go, "Oh, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, P-E-N-N.
2: <laughs> he thought you were sending something to the
0: Palestinian Authority. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't sure. He, the look on his face—he was—it was—it uh, was quite an entertaining moment. Once we realized the, we ha- we both had a good laugh about it.
2: <laughs> you mean you didn't use Alibaba Express?
0: No, Alibaba is not how you send packages, important documents to <laughs> overseas. Well, that's like, you know, when we when my uh, my younger son first made Aliyah, we came to visit him once. And, you know, he was still in Ol- Olpan, which uh, is language course to people who, who don't know. And so he wasn't good at his Hebrew yet. And we were out at a restaurant. He had to go to the restroom and he uh, he comes back. Uh, and it was it was it was busy. And he's like, yeah, how do you say, you know, how do you say? Or no 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 he was in the, he was in the <laughs> bathroom and someone knocked on the door and he was saying you know he goes like oh how do you say occupied in Hebrew and so the survey I'm like I don't know I'm like what do you mean and so the the waiter comes over and my son says to him how do you say occupied in Hebrew is <laughs> another word you don't ask an Israeli <laughs> what do you mean occupied
2: <sighs> but
0: what is is there a word for occupied I
2: don't understand no you're gonna say
0: I'm here he's like my kid wants to know how you say occupied when you're in the bathroom you know hey it's occupied but in Israel, you just say anipo or something. Oh. You know, it's like. But when you say "occupied," it's uh, "oh." Our producer says "tafus." Tafus, you dummy. Yeah. Anyway, but that was really funny asking the waiter how you translate uh, "occupied."
2: <laughs> you say <laughs> oh, what "tafus." Are you, what are you, Euro trash? You are not very smart, are you? It's tafus. First of <laughs> all, why can't your uh, son just lock the door? Then it's occupied. That's what I do when I'm in a restaurant. <laughs>
0: Locked about the I don't bathroom know. door. I don't know. It was it was it was a, it was quite a few <laughs> years. It was quite a few years ago, and he was much younger. It was uh it was very it was very entertaining. It was very entertaining. Ugh. anyway. Well.
2: <clears throat> so what do you got going on? Okay, so we we'll, I'm going to start it off real quickly. Obviously, the big news over the weekend, the hostage crisis in America, down in Texas, where. Uh, terrorists uh, took hostage of four Jews uh, in a reformed synagogue. Not that it matters. Uh, <laughs> and it literally took you know, thank God everyone was safe. They got him out. But it took 12 hours. And I was and I was commenting all over Facebook to my friends who were – you know, of course, everyone starts, pray for Beth Israel. Pray – they already have memes. They already have shots and pictures of the synagogue like five minutes after they've been taken hostage. Pray for the lives at Beth Israel. It's just so – it's so sickening because these people don't really – aren't really praying for – they just want likes on their Facebook page. So anyway, uh, I, I – <laughs> I keep saying to myself, you know what? It took 12 hours to to rescue four hostages who were taken hostage by one terrorist. Let me tell you something. If that was in Israel, the IDF would have done it in two hours, and they would be out in time for Havdalah.
0: I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, you know, apparently that's a – no guns are allowed at that uh, synagogue, right? And I, I'm watching. this going 11 hours. Man, you know – Listen. When I went to shul in the states, the synagogue I went to, that situation would have resolved itself way less than eleven hours. They wouldn't have need the FBI, who is absolutely. Did you hear the statement from the FBI afterwards? Yes,
2: yes, I did. And I'm going I'm, to. It comes from also our president Joe Biden, who put out a statement. Which I'm going to listen to this quote from this moron. <laughs> it says Biden calls Texas synagogue hostage situation an. Of terror. Here's what he says I don't think there is sufficient information to know about why he targeted that synagogue, why he was using anti Semitic and anti Israel comments. It's got nothing to do with being Jewish. Jilly. It's like just unbelievable. It's because the FBI, and I'm going to say it here, is very corrupt. And uh, I tried to write that on a comment on someone's Facebook page. And I started to type in, well, the FBI is very corrupt. And all of a sudden I got a pop up from Facebook. Facebook is now protecting the FBI. I almost got banned again because I they said, do you really want to post this? It, you know, for false information, delete wow. comment or or take your chances. That's basically what Facebook told Facebook stopped me from saying the words FBI are corrupt. They try is- FBI as a
0: joke. See if that works.
2: Okay. Well, this is America. So unbelievable. But yeah.
0: I mean that situation would have resolved itself so fast. I don't understand. <laughs> a, you know, and 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 the shots would have come from multiple directions.
2: Jews in Texas, everyone should be carrying a gun in that shul. <laughs> me. M- meanwhile, the rabbi um which I'm sure you've have read. It's been all over. I mean, the rabbi is is very, uh, he, you know, he signed a petition, uh, you know, to to divide up Israel for a two state solution. He's anti Israel and he calls Israel
0: apartheid state. <laughs> and now so, he got taken hostage and by Muslims. Listen, that <laughs> is an important message for everyone, Jew and Gentile alike. Because guess what? They don't differentiate between types of Jews. You could be a Jew that says that you're on their side, and they will still kill you. They might kill you last, but they'll still want to kill you. That's, just, <laughs> That's right. So, 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 listen. So, so, I go and I found this perusing around because the story was just so fascinating, and I, I'm wondering, like, did the Rabbi and the people in that shul, have they learned a lesson? Has their view of life changed? So you go and, and here's a, a statement. The you know the Rabbi issued a statement about. You know, just, you know, thank, you, know, you know, being thanking God that he's still alive, blah blah, 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 But then here you get the best part from the Schultz president. We know that a situation of this magnitude can increase the concern many of us live with on a day-to-day basis due to anti-Semitism. It is important to note that this was a random act of violence. Oh. Indeed, there was a one in a million chance the government picked our congregation. Further, the FBI is confirming that the attacker appeared to be working alone. Now, look. It um, might have been a one-in-a-million chance that he chose your synagogue, pal, but I got news for you. He wasn't going to find a church. He wasn't going to go to a movie theater. He wasn't going to go to a restaurant. He was looking for a synagogue, and to get that from the Jews, no wonder the FBI says that stuff. <laughs> well, you know, I, I read that his the reason why he was
2: – his sister apparently is getting beat up in prison. She had hot coffee thrown on her face
0: and beat up. <laughs> Oh, let me just say a boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I think that I think that's wonderful, babe. She's What's, a piece of trash. I have to tell you. She when she was on <laughs> trial, she said, I don't want any Jews sitting on the jury. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she's honest.
2: <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, and my god, god, listen, and if
0: you saw a picture of her, you don't blame her for being so angry. <laughs> she like she like she was like she fell out of the top of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. Oh, hi oh, 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 my gosh. Hey, but listen, I have some good news on the COVID front. You want oh. to hear something positive?
2: Yes, I need positivity because I'm starting to go down a dark rabbit hole.
0: It seems that marijuana may be able to help ease uh, COVID. Two hemp compounds uh, were found to significantly fight coronavirus. That's right. I saw that uh, smoking weed stops COVID, man. <sighs> Toke up, dude. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm looking for the uh, study. I can get in.
2: Well, you know that's absolutely true. You don't need a. <laughs> you don't need. You don't need a study. My neighbor. My neighbor. His whole family has had COVID twice, and he's and he has never gotten it. And he's a he's a big pot smoker. <laughs> he goes, it's true, dude. He, he's like his, I call his body the matrix because
0: he's never gotten sick. The the toxins can't break through his natural wall of toxins, huh? No, absolutely not. No, that's yeah. Weed, weed stops. Weeds, weed, we hey, smoke up some.
2: That's what they should. That's what the vaccine should be. If they if they would give out just marijuana joints, everyone would line up. I'd be the first in line.
0: That's what they should do <laughs> instead of masks. <laughs> Everybody, spark up. <laughs> And this way, if you get get COVID, you won't care. Hey, (laughs) also on the COVID front, did you hear apparently, and I don't know how this guy makes this claim and stays anonymous, but uh, apparently someone is claiming that after he was hospitalized with COVID-19, his penis shrunk. (laughs) Are we allowed to say that word? hi all. Schmeckle. It's in the news. I'm reading it out of the newspaper. It was in the Jerusalem Post. What can I tell you? You're going to be in trouble by our producer. That is not proper words. Again.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I don't really know what to say about that story.
0: <laughs> hey, nothing to say. Nothing to say. You oh, had COVID, you just... right? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Yes, I did. But I had the mm-hmm. opposite effect.
0: Okay. Hi all. Hey, man. Did you hear about the uh, uh, in Gaza how they intercepted one of our Mossad agents? Well, I, 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 I did, but I think we're that, that's a great story,
2: and we definitely need to talk about that. But I think we'll probably have to talk about it after the break.
0: Oh, look at that. I'm not paying attention up against the clock.
2: That's right, because your mind's in the gutter.
0: Fast break. We'll be back in two minutes. The Tamar Yonah Show.
1: Tamar, she's sassy.
0: She's smart.
1: She's funny.
0: But she's also a real Jewish mother.
1: Hi everybody, I'm Tamar Yona And yes, I can be all of those things But at Israel News Talk Radio I'm here to bring you the news stories And guests that you may not hear anywhere else Join me live on air Sundays, Mondays and Tuesdays For the most unique and bold talk radio in Israel
0: The Tamar Yona Show
1: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker.
0: (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up. Uh, Matt Zucker here with my partner in crime, Steve Miller. Hello, Uh, shalom world. Shalom, shalom. Anyway, uh, listen, you wanted to share some of your viewer or listener correspondences with you before we carried on. It's time for another segment of Viewer Mail. I'm intrigued. Actually, so last week,
2: if you weren't listening, people, uh, I, I, I expressed my love of Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so apparently, a lot of people, that you know, I don't know, some people didn't favor it too well. So I got I got a couple emails. And- By the
0: way, I just want to commend you because I, I'm am I'm, I'm impressed with how secure you are with yourself to be able to admit that. <laughs> So um, I just
2: – I have – I got three, like, quick emails really from all over the world. I couldn't believe who was listening. Real quick, and who's listening now? Anyone? <laughs> Maybe they're listening again to the show. Maybe our producer can throw up some countries. But anyway, so I get some emails. Apparently uh, people, uh, you know, whatever. I got an email from a guy uh, from Iran, uh, if you can believe it, and his name is Fasa, Fasa Ali, Fasa Ali. It says, uh, and Fasa says, I uh, listened to your love of Barbara. Come visit Iran, and I want to take you to the top of a roof of our tallest building. I want to show you something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means, but apparently he wants me to come visit him, and he wants me to come up to the top of a roof, and he wants to show me something.
0: Well, if he likes Barbara, too, I can guess what it is. Well, I don't know. And then I
2: got an email from Germany <laughs> from ah. C- from Cologne Germany and uh, Hans Gruber writes uh, Hans Gruber writes yeah he did up. he wrote uh, uh, your uh, your uh, la- your lack your love of I can't read this he goes your love of Barbara was very disturbing although for a Jew woman she does sing amazing come to Germany and I'll stick a pink triangle on you <laughs>
0: This is this is the mail that I'm getting Sure, he then, didn't want to meet you at Nakamichi Towers. Uh,
2: and then and so of course, and then, of course, from the United States, I got a letter from a guy from Texas, no doubt, which we were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, Carl. Carl from Texas, he goes, uh, Carl says he writes, I recently got turned on to your Jew show and I had a. Uh, I heard about your love for Barbara. Uh, You need to just hush with that, okay? You are an embarrassment to the nation of Israel. They should take your Jew card away. Thank you, Carl. (laughs) Do you believe that? No, I don't. Well, it's true. (laughs) And I have something to say to all these people who are just so angry because I love Barbara. People... People who hate people are the nastiest people around. That's what I got to say to you. Don't email me with your hate mail because you are haters of Barbara.
0: (laughs) As I said, I really admire how secure you are with yourself. I'm very secure. Oh, Mexico's listening. Hello. Mm. Again, again, trying to. Offend everybody that tunes in, and the next week you'll go, "Where did all our listeners go?" Much I don't understand. Yet. How am I offending people in Mexico? I <laughs> well, just I got know. three.
2: Hate, I just got hate mail because I love Barbara. How am I offending anybody?
0: I don't care. I don't I know when you say, say we want... have a listener from Mexico and you do the accent of like you know the wetback accident. No, that's all. Oh,
2: I'm just but saying. Wet, but saying wetback is not offensive. Is it? Yes, very.
0: Oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, man. So listen. Yeah. It was all over the news this week. Yes. What? Hamas oh, oh, yeah. uh, has uh, intercepted uh, massage-trained dolphins. <laughs> That's right. I saw this. Hamas claims it captured
2: Israel a spy dolphin.
0: <laughs> Israel using dolphins to spy on us and chase our Navy commandos off the coast of the Gaza Strip. <laughs> It's like it's like the 2022 version of Flipper.
2: You know, when I when I saw that story, when I saw that story, it, it reminded me of a uh, member in the movie. Uh, uh, I I can't believe I, if the movie escapes me. But Doctor Evil, he goes, why can't we just? I just want to put some lasers on sharks' heads. Doctor Evil, member?
0: Yeah, yeah, uh lasers? My God, uh, Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Why can't I
2: just get lasers? For their freaking heads. <laughs> That's what the Israeli army. So yeah, I know. I, I I saw that. That's hysterical. It says video online showed harness allegedly from the animal with a gun-like weapon.
0: <laughs> well, well it doesn't. I don't know if you remember. There was, gosh, it was like from the uh, mid '70s. It was a George C. Scott movie where he, he like trained dolphins for the military. So who knows? So who knows? Maybe the Mossad does have killer dolphins
2: actually here you want to hear uh we have actual uh audio of the attack of the jews attacking kamas would you like to would you like to hear it absolutely okay hang on (laughs) here come the jews get them Jews <laughs> that's actual audio that I picked up online of, of Israel attacking Hamas with their uh, killer dolphins and it's actually Dolphinstein
0: <laughs> Dolphinstein <laughs> Shen Dolphinberg <laughs> I don't think the fish is Jewish, they're just trained by the Jews wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome if that was true though uh, they are Jewish <laughs> I would rather send sharks with laser beams that's pretty cool <laughs>
2: How do they come up with? And does anyone take these guys seriously? What did what did Israel respond with? That's <laughs> just awesome. It's the greatest know, just, story
0: just ever. ever. Hey, listen, I, I have to tell you, they might have good senses of humor down there. I'm not really sure. They, you know, I mean, it seems like it's a serious news story, but you never know. That's like I was reading. Um, you know, out of Gaza, they have um, their version of Fouda because they were sick. They understand how popular Fouda is, right? But um, uh, it always portrays the Arabs. As the, the bad guy. And so they want to change the narrative. So they started their own fouda, where, of course, the Zionists are the evil entity and the Arabs are the, the freedom-loving uh, resistance fighters. Wait a second. So,
2: they, they have the, – there's a, there's a Arab – there's a, a Palestinian version, of fouda, Apparently. Wow. Apparently.
0: <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's on Netflix yet.
2: <laughs> Let me guess. The Jews lose?
0: <laughs> Every week, man. <laughs> every
2: week, every what? week, you know what it's like. It's like in the movie, in, in the show, in the sitcom Star Trek. You always knew which Star Trek from the Enterprise guy was going to die. It was the guy with the red the shirt. The red shirt, right? It's, he whoever always gets, got
0: killed. Whoever gets beamed down onto the planet in the red shirt is a dead man. He, oh, the de- that's true, and that's exa- is that what it's like
2: for this show? Whoever's wearing the uh, the red shirt for the uh, Jews gets killed.
0: <laughs> so, oh my
2: God, that is so funny.
0: So, so the Arab who plays uh, a Jewish female agent, um, really uh, wanted to get into her role and soak it up, and uh, she talked about how some women look at her and pray that she dies, and she relates a story that apparently some woman on the street in Gaza tried to strangle her to death, and some some 13-year-old kid threw a a rock at her head, (laughs) and— Because she plays a Jew on TV in Gaza.
2: I, I love this. I love how someone just she's randomly walking in, someone tries to strangle her.
0: Bah! I'm
2: just an actress.
0: i like, I can't imagine. Like, so you know, you have the you have the open casting call for whatever show they're producing. Who who wants to who wants to play the Jew? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> These are kind if you want to play the Jew. <laughs> so they're strangling her on the streets. That's a some, So some lady went up and tried to strangle her on the street, and some kid threw a rock at her head.
2: They're not too smart over there, are they?
0: Well, many of them aren't, but unfortunately, I'm not a big believer in underestimating our enemies. They are they are actually smart in certain ways, but it's usually diabolic and devious ways. I, not, I, I, you know. Stop, please stop strangling me. I, I'm a uh, teaching actress. Uh,
2: uh, I oh, am God. not a Jew. I am not a Jew.
1: Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the method of acting that uh, where they... Uh, What's that famous uh, uh the method of acting that uh, where it's like you you take real life and it, anyway whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> that is a great story. I feel bad for the actress.
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't cuz guess what? They hate Jews. So, you know, get strangled on your way home from the studio. I don't really care.
2: <laughs> you know? Look, our, our producer, Tamar, is, is is giving suggestions, saying they should do a reality show of Arabs who plays Jews. Oh, wait. I'm told to shush. <laughs> Forget it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, now I'm going to get killed by the Mossad. Not a lot of it's mention. It's been there, nice
0: knowing there. you, man. <laughs> Apparently, I can't mention anyone's names. Steven won't be here next week. He'll be in a <laughs> hole in the, He'll be in a hole in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> a hole in the desert? You know like oh. good fellas that's
2: right i I will <laughs> oh she's oh. gonna send that she's gonna send the Israeli army after me
0: Don't worry they're busy <laughs> what are you doing?
2: That's the Jews coming after me <laughs> that was the Jews coming after me <laughs> come <laughs> on cross man. they'll cross the ocean and get you man. Exactly. That's fine. Uh, (sighs) Anyway. Well, that's a good story. Yeah, I had a good laugh.
0: (laughs) I would like to see see the show.
2: I'd like to compare and contrast. I want to see the show. I totally want to see the show. Where is it? I guess you can only watch it in Gaza. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder what the production value is like.
2: Twenty bucks. (laughs) (laughs) They throw nerf bullets at him. They shoot (laughs) nerf guns. You only can not. afford a Nerf gun. <laughs> Kill <laughs> the Jews with a Nerf gun. <laughs> All right, Matt. Anyway, we're going to be right back. We're going to have a lot more crazy shows. we got the last final segment. I can't believe it's almost over again. Holy cow. Don't go anywhere, kids.
1: In a time where feelings have become fact, where rational thought and common sense has disappeared. One man stands above it all. I'm Howie Sobiker, your political hitman. Political Hitman airs every Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. North American time, 7 a.m. Israeli time,
0: only on Israel News Talk Radio.
2: Are you interested in transforming your life, drawing closer to the Creator, and uncovering the deeper meanings and hidden treasures in the Hebrew Bible?
0: Then join me, Rav Yitzhak Michelson, and me, William Hall, on the Science of Kabbalah, where we are seeking to narrow the gap between what we understand of our physical and spiritual worlds. So make sure to tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Israel time, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, here on Israel News
1: Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs)
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up for our last segment. Another uh, fast, fast uh, afternoon or morning, depending upon what side of the world you're on. Yeah, so so fast. It's amazing. It's it's unbelievable. I hope everyone is everybody
2: enjoying themselves. I hope so. I'm having a good day.
0: Well, as long as you radio, are.
2: That's my radio DJ voice, mm-hmm. everybody. Thank you for listening to Lighten Up, Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> 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 that's more like Popeye. the Jews and their dolphins.
0: I made a Popeye reference here last week to some uh, Anglo-Ola, uh, my age, so he got it and he starts laughing. He goes, "Wow, I am like the only person in Israel that would get that reference." <laughs>
2: No one knows Popeye in Israel?
0: Nobody knows Popeye
2: in Israel. They're missing out. They're missing out. Well, you know. I'm going to start off the uh, final segment with a weird story, a weird and wacky story. (laughs) Um, Here's the the headlines. Nebraska man's at-home DNA test reveals he has 18 (laughs) half-siblings. It says here, a Nebraska man... He, uh, he found out that he and his brother have 18 half siblings whom they never even knew. They never even met. His name is Quentin. And he said that him and his brother, they used a 23andMe DNA kit. Have you ever used 23andMe? Or have you ever done anything like that?
0: Um, no, I don't really want to put my DNA into uh, some global database. But I do know a couple of people who have done it. And, <laughs> Why? And, um, well, one was actually one person I know whose daughter was given it as a gift okay right. so his people, like people his, give like, these for gifts right so check this out so some dude i know uh his um 13 year old daughter 12 year old daughter whatever gets it for a gift so she does her dna yeah. gets put into the database yeah well the guy i know gets contacted by somebody claiming to be his um half sister or cousin or something like that in relation he's like what do you mean the guy finds out, because his daughter did twenty three and me, that his father was not his real father. His father passed, you know what ten years earlier, and he finds out that uh, a sperm donor is his daddy. Uh, well, that's
2: kind of like At what like this...
0: sixty years old <laughs> <laughs> that, That's kind of like what
2: happened here. It says uh, it says uh, after they did the twenty three and me DNA kit. Both men were shocked when it revealed that they were donor-conceived, a fact that had never been revealed to them. So basically, (laughs) they were born from a test tube, conceived in a test tube. I mean, can you imagine that? And then they interviewed him, and he didn't even seem like he was really that upset. He just goes, I would just encourage any parent that is using this technology to (laughs) conceive – be open with your kids. Be honest with them as soon as you can. That way, it won't be a shock to them when they find out that they were born in a tube. Who your daddy? <laughs> Who your daddy? My Who daddy's daddy? a test tube. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can you imagine? You know, so that? Did, did a mother? Did there was there a woman that carried the child? To I mean, it didn't spend nine months in a test tube, right?
2: I, I guess I guess she she went to the 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 the, the clinic the, and got the a clinic in, and they yeah. said there they 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 did they spin the wheel pick a tube, bang, <laughs> shazam! I picked that tube, and and then he finds out he's got 18 half brothers. Oh, I mean exactly. I would not want to. I don't want to know anything like that.
0: Right, and then and then what is your family history like? Medical history. You have heart well, disease, diabetes, cancer. Mm-mm. <laughs> Well, I tell you, who knows
2: he's allergic to he's allergic to Windex because they used to clean the tubes with Windex
0: so they can see clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. A womb with a view. Get it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, now you get it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If people only knew what we talked about, off, (laughs) we would lose the show in a second. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, so I thought that was a crazy story. Yeah, I, I don't think I would want to – I'm interested, but you know what? I don't want to find out any – I already hate most of my family anyway, so I don't want to find out any distant relatives. <laughs> hey, the, look. What if I find, find out – if
0: you hate your family, maybe you find out you're not really related to them and then it's liberating.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I'm afraid like I'll be – like I'll find out that I'm related to like <laughs>
0: Joe Biden. Ah,
2: he's my great-great-grandfather. Ah.
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well listen, I gotta tell you though, the, the you know, the couple of people that I know who found their I know three people who as adults found their it's not their birth father, is it their birth father? Their baby daddy, whoever yeah, helped baby fertilize daddy. the egg. Not the person who raised them, but the person who fertilized the egg. Each one of these guys has a trait, like a really strong trait in common with their daddy i don't even know how to refer to it you know like um but like not physical like one guy who uh is a physician right he develops this like as a grown up woodworking he gets into woodworking buys a lathe gets all this work. he makes these beautiful bowls and all this great stuff the guy this is the guy who found out that his dad was not his dad because his daughter did 23 and me turns out his birth father was like a uh, a woodworking craftsman
2: maybe his father was jesus he was a he was a carpenter <laughs>
0: He's going to go look for his foreskin now. <laughs> Remember
2: that story? See, we call back from stories. Oh, my God. that's People are like, oh, that's not funny. What's he talking like, about? What's he yeah, talking about? I don't about? understand that joke. That's not funny. But so you have to go back listen, and listen to what, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, Listen, so wait. So this guy finds out he doesn't know he was conceived in a tube, but yet he has a special talent for carving wood. And and he doesn't his, know how and- he got
0: it. No, but his but the person who donated the sperm to create him was a woodworking craftsman and this is what right. he did for a living. So right. I have another friend who's an avid outdoorsman, big fisherman. He meets his birth father as a in his mid fifties. I mean he just met him, I think, within the last like year and a half. The yeah. guy the guy lives in Maine and he's an avid fisherman. So they have like they share these passions, but but not You know, I mean, they physically look like each other, but you know, it's like, how is that genetic? And then here's the best part: this is actually my uncle who was adopted, who found his birth father, and my uncle has a couple of um, habits. Let's just say, guys like smokes weed, has always had, smokes a ton of weed. Turns out, he found out his birth father was the was the founder of Zigzag Rolling Papers. (laughs) Boom! No figure. I mean, come on. He I found kid out, you not. I kid you not.
2: He found out his he's related to Cheech and Chong. <laughs> well, you know what? Wait, with if with that theory goes, and do you think my parents aren't my real birth parents? That somehow I am can maybe conceived by a gay man for my love and passion of Barbara Streisand? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my father's gay, and I don't care. And I was born in a tube. <laughs> not
0: that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with the people. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, so, crazy, crazy. So right, so you know, it's just you know, genetics is not just uh, your physical traits. It's it's crazy. I mean, how do you make that stuff up? You
2: you can't. And so here's my advice, people: do not do any of those DNA tests.
0: <laughs> right, and like I said, I don't want my I don't want my DNA in 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 some database. To have something I don't even know about bite me in the rear end. No, thank you. Arf, arf. I would like to leave this world kind of anonymous.
2: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You're a tzaddik.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, people would probably uh, debate that with you. <laughs> <laughs> what, hey, else? What, what, what else do, do, we do have you know? Right? Do you know who. Oh, well, first of all, before I get to the story, I just want to say I know that last week we were talking about the new variant, Deltacron. <laughs> all right. So before before I get to this next story, I just want everyone to relax because uh it turns out that that was actually due to a lab error. Samples got mixed <laughs> up. And there's no such thing as Delta Cron. <laughs> was... Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Some lab in Cyprus got their samples all mixed up and one thing led to another and we got a fake variant. <laughs> anyway i was like i was like really i mean i was like i was like i was like the world's being turned upside down by a by a cavalcade of fools and morons (laughs) a fake variant
2: how about a fake pandemic that's
0: more anyway so do you know who uri geller is no all right so he is he used to be a very well-known um mentalist
1: (laughs) mental mental
0: patient no mentalist they oh, do things with their minds. He like oh. he was famous for like bending spoons, right? And uh, big deal. I got, I can bend a spoon, but not with my mind. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I guess he must be, you know, I haven't heard his name. I didn't even know he was still alive, you know. But <laughs> okay. uh, he says that he knows where the Ark of the Covenant is.
1: Oh, going, get
0: out! He's going
2: to reveal
0: it. Oh
2: yeah, when is this? Is this going to be on TV?
0: I don't know, like uh, what was it, like Al Capone's uh, vault? Yeah, <laughs> we all knew who that turned out. I don't out. know. I don't know, man, but can you imagine if you find the Ark of the Covenant, Mashiach is close behind. I think Yuri Geller's kind of – I think he's just trying to make a name for himself again, but – He should use his
2: mental powers to raise it below the uh, Temple Mount.
0: <laughs> he, says, he says we'll know on Sunday. We'll know on Sunday. We'll know on Sunday. He's going to release it on Sunday. So I'm kind of thinking it's BS because if you really knew where the, temp, you know, the uh, Ark of the covenant was, you would just, you would just say so. <laughs> but it's like, you know, and it's a funny that the picture of him is, uh, it's a picture of um, Indiana Jones with his face. Uh,
2: oh, God. You know, Indiana Jones. <laughs> At, maybe for the Christians,
0: he could find uh, Jesus's foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Probably in the, it's probably in the Vatican with the treasures from the temple. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we only got 30 seconds left, Matt. Is there anything Oh, my else God. You're need? never
0: going to get the poop story in. You're never – you can hang I, it up. I it'll wanted it'll to happen. get a Pope it'll story in. never happen.
2: Out. All right, good. Can you do it in 15 seconds? No, I can't do it in 15 uh, seconds.
0: Maybe next week we'll save time
2: for it. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's like a month I have forgotten to talk about
0: the Pope. <laughs> but – Another fast hour in the record books. And thanks, everyone, for joining us on uh, Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. Uh, we will catch you this time next week. Thank you.
1: Where can you get the inside news on Israel?